Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Rob and Wheelhouse Show. This is Rob Fontenot, one half of the team. Uh, just want to do a podcast real quick. Uh, some of you... I'm, well, let me tell you this. Actually, I'm driving to work, and I guess a month or so ago, maybe maybe longer, I did a podcast where I was driving to work. And I actually got some feedback that they really liked it, that it was just me talking. So, since the last podcast, the Astros have only played Milwaukee. It was a two-game series, and you go into it, well, I went into it, thinking that, okay, they're on the road, they're in a National League park. More than likely, you're not going to see too much of Jordan Alvarez. Um, so, I, I would have been okay with a with a split, and that's exactly what happened. And uh, man, what game was that? There was one game that they won. They won the first game, and they lost the second one, four to two. Uh, so the first game was Monday, and I was in Corpus, and we'll get to that in a minute. Oh, I got to jump out in front of these guys. So I was in Corpus, but anyway, the uh, me and Randy, a friend of mine named Randy, we went to Corpus to, I guess I'll get into it now, you know what I'm saying? Uh, we went to Corpus to go get the ring giveaway. I, you know, because the one in Houston was on a Monday, and I'd have to take days off of work, and then, you know, people jack up the prices of their tickets and everything, so I just decided. I tried to see if any of the grandkids wanted to go, or my wife, or anyone else, and people were camping, everybody had plans, and so uh, Randy's usually uh, up to do stuff, so he said yes, so me and him took off. And uh, I guess I'll just start there. We'll talk about that stadium. If you've never been to Corpus, um, I always knew it looked pretty cool because you could see the bridge in the background. And uh, you can see, I don't know if it's the ocean or just a little channel, but you can see the water. And so I got there and uh, I thought the stadium was cool. It was cool the way you walk up the steps uh, after you go through the gate. And they actually have the steps painted with different players and logos and stuff. And so that was really cool. That was my first impression. There was a uh, statue of somebody. 
can't I can't remember the name, but I took a picture of it. And uh, so it's Waterburger Stadium or Waterburger Field. I feel bad that I don't know, but I'm going to say Waterburger Stadium. And uh, so we go in, go upstairs, and right when we walk in, we get our ring. So that's cool. And they had a lot of them. And so we were there enjoying the game, and uh, there was a lot of stuff going on in the outfield. And so we decided, or somewhere around the fourth inning, hey, let's go center field. Let's go back out there in the outfield and check it out. Because we were already sitting, like, in the last section before you get to, uh, I guess we were kind of already in the outfield, but we were in the last section. And uh, so we went back there. And there was these cool, big rocking chairs that looked way more comfortable. And they they were, like, in left center field. And they looked really comfortable. And I was like, that's where I would like to sit. I wonder if anybody can just go. So we looked it up on our phones, and you actually buy uh, rocking chair tickets. But when I bought the tickets online, I didn't see the rocking chair tickets available so I just purchased a couple of tickets for us. And we paid $14. Not bad. I think it was 30 with taxes and fees. And uh, so anyway, we went out in center field, check it out. And because you notice there's the, the bullpen for the, mi- for the missions. The bullpen for the hooks. And then right behind it is a playground. So you go back there, and that's directly behind those rocking chairs. So there was like a, a playground. There was, it looked like a bouncy castle, but it wasn't a very big one. So it might have been something else. Uh, it was like something was called the birthday zone. So they have a really cool little place for uh, people to have birthday parties. I guess if you live there, that would be pretty cool. If you're a young boy or girl that likes baseball. And then continuing on, they had a, uh, a full-court basketball court. Uh, they were only playing on half of it. They had some tiles down or some kind of whatever. And so there were kids playing basketball. You go a little further, and there was a little, uh, like a little league-size uh, baseball field. There were kids playing in that baseball field. And then... Uh, there was a rock climbing wall. And I don't know if any of this stuff costs money, but there were people doing it. And and I have no idea if this stuff costs money or not. But, I mean, there was a rock climbing wall. There was a lot of stuff to do. There was another berm out there with the picnic table. And, I mean, the only downside is we went to the game and it was during the day. And uh, so it was super hot. So after we uh, went out there, I FaceTimed my wife. And uh, she told me, you're all red. And so we decided, well, we've already seen the stadium. We watched some of the game. Forrest Whitley, he started the game. And uh, he didn't look good at all. He only pitched two innings. He gave up three runs on five hits. I just remember that stat line. He actually, like, threw a couple of wild pitches that allowed base runners to move. And then eventually one of them scored off of it. And so... I don't know. I don't know what's wrong with the guy. I know he had some injuries, but he's not the pitcher he was uh, last year. I know that. I know that for sure. So anyway, we got our rings, and we we're leaving, and we we're there. There was a a bunch of there was a bunch of them, a bunch of boxes of those rings left, 
And if you know me, of course I'm going to ask the lady, you know, hey, can you give me another one of those? But she said you can buy the $9 berm tickets and just go over there and buy a $9 berm ticket and you'll get another one. And so, I don't know. The, the World Series rings, I have two of those and I don't know why I have two, but... I mean, I know why I have two, because I took one of the grandkids, and I wasn't going to let them have it, and uh, so I'll just save it and preserve it, so uh, I didn't get the second ring, but it's possible, and so that made me look on the uh, website for all the giveaways, and they had that Altuve sliding bobblehead. So, I mean, they had a lot of stuff. They had, the day before that, they had an Alex Bregman jersey. And so I was just thinking, like, man, that, that'd be a good place to go get the uh, giveaways, especially the ones that everyone gets one. Those would, that would be pretty cool. And uh, I don't know how busy it is when they have giveaways like jerseys or whatever, but, but ending the conversation about the Hooks game, uh, it is a very cool stadium, very cool. If you live close enough and you haven't been there, well, next season you should try it. But like I said, uh, go to a night game or go in April or sit in the shade. We weren't in the shade. Uh, Even the people that had seats low, there were sections that were all sold out, but people weren't sitting in their chairs because they were sitting up top in the shade. That's how hot it was. And so that's it. So we came home. And we were listening to the Astros game on the radio. It was still going on. And I'm going to have to tell you this from my, from my memory. But I believe Jordan Alvarez hit a home run to give the Astros the 2-1 to lead. We go into the ninth inning and Roberto Osuna comes in. And he gives up. A home run to Yelich. I think he was the first hitter of the inning. First hitter that he faced, he gave up a home run, and they tied things up. And then he, I know he allowed someone else to get on base. I can't remember if it was a hit or a walk, but he had a runner on first. And then uh, the next guy came up, and this is the bottom half of the inning, so any runs, getting on the highway here. Any runs by uh, Milwaukee and the game's over. I mean, that's it. And so I didn't get to see it, and I know it upset a lot of people. But uh, the second hitter hit one to Osuna, who grabbed it. And apparently a lackadaisical, if that's a a word you want to use, very low effort, uh, maybe uh, mind fart or a brain fart, whatever you want to call it. But he made a bad throw. The, I don't know, not no concentration or something, but a lot of people were mad about it. And it didn't lead to anything, because I believe he ended up striking the next guy out, but or popping out. I Honestly, I can't remember. You know, That was a long time ago. But uh, he got out of the inning, and then uh, Springer hit a home run, and we won. Now, there's part of me that thinks it could be the other way around. Springer tied it up and Alvarez won it, but I honestly think that it was the other way. I think Alvarez tied it, Osuna blew it, and then Springer won the game for us. 
And then uh, the next game, the Astros lost 4-2, to two and it was Grinky. And what I saw a lot from the Grinky game is a lot of comments on Twitter saying that Grinky is underwhelming. And that's exactly how I describe him. Uh, his ERA is 3.11. It was already under 2 when we got him. So you know he's good. I don't know if there's just a change in atmosphere or nerves that are getting to him. I don't know. But I'm not super impressed by him. But I know he's good, and I know we're happy to have him. And I don't know who else could pitch that would be better than that. I mean, I'd be more comfortable with him out there starting over McHugh. I mean, McHugh is pretty solid. Uh, back when he was with Keiko, but he's not very solid now. And uh, so, I mean, I'm I'm comfortable with Grinky. I'm not overwhelmed by him, but I'm comfortable with him. And so, I was at work when this game was going on, and the Astros lost. So, like I said at the beginning, the uh, the series was a split, and the second game. Uh, I know there was two people out. I think it could have been Altuve and uh, Alvarez. So, like I said, when you go to a National League park, Alvarez has to play the outfield in order for him to play. And uh, so he didn't play the second game. And then he gave... Not only did they didn't play him, they gave a superstar the day off. So you're missing two key guys of your offense. You've got Grinky out there, and you lose 4-2. to two. And I believe if you want to go back to that first game, um, Garrett Cole started that one. And that dude had like 14 strikeouts. And, and I think that's one thing that bothered Astro fans about that was that they were upset how good he did. He didn't get a win out of it. And so, I don't know. But everybody's pretty mad at Osuna. And they all want to get rid of him. They all think someone else should uh, be the closer. And you know how, you know where I stand. I stand that way. And I believe Wheelhouse does. And probably James and Corey if you asked them. But no matter what your opinions of Osuna are, and I know... For everyone, they're probably going down. I mean, he's our best bet. He's the best option. And uh, I actually saw a story about closers. I don't know if it was a story or just a stat. I think it was a story. And it was talking about the closers and how how things are with the closers now. And uh, the success rate of closers have went down, and the amount of saves, I guess like 30 saves is high, high number of saves in one season, and there's like a low number, like the lowest number for a long time, that there's going to be people with 30 saves, and the reason is the home runs are up. And it's the juiced ball, the live ball, the changed ball, whatever you want. 
But the home runs and all that stuff, they're up in AAA too. I mean, they're using different balls before. And minor league and major league had different balls. And AAA is using the same balls as uh, Major League Baseball now. And their home runs are up. So just think about it. You have this new ball that I believe is... It's not made out of anything different, but I guess it has a... It's tighter, maybe, and it has... uh, I don't know. I thought I had read something about the seams or something. This was a long time ago. But uh, it's just a different ball. And if you think about it, the, the ball is being hit... The, the home run record for a season has already been shattered. I believe they already beat it. There's tons and tons of home runs. If you look at Justin Verlander, I mean, I, I think 50, 43 maybe, somewhere. But a high percentage of his runs are all off the home runs. So it's been a lot of home runs. Justin Verlander is more than likely going to be the Cy Young Award winner. And he leads Major League Baseball in home runs against. So you've got people that throw fast, people that hit hard. I mean, you've got this new juiced ball, that's what they call it. And then people are bigger and stronger now. You know, it's just... So what I'm trying to say is the odds. Because normally, in a save situation, your, your uh, closer, they're going to come in with a one or two run lead. And if they walk a guy and give up a home run, you know, it's, it's bad. But if you think about how many home runs are hit, they have a very small window of allowing home runs. So if you look, I just, I'm just thinking of this now while I'm driving, but if you look at the percentage of hits given up by Verlander that are home runs, just put that percentage with Roberto Osuna. And if he's going to give up a hit every other game, then I guess once every four games he's going to give up a homer, if you look at it that way. So it's a home run driven league. I guess they made it to bring excitement for the fans. But it's just the way it is. And that story that I read about this, about the closers, makes a whole lot of sense. Makes a whole lot of sense. So anyway, I am getting pretty close to work because now I'm out in the country. Uh, But anyway, the game tonight is something that I've been looking forward to. And I've kind of been... Like I said, I listened to the other game on the radio and the other game I was at work. So it's not like I know everything that went on. And there's probably a chance that I made a mistake. But I do know the Astros split the series. And I do know Osuna blew the save. But in the following inning, we did get a run and we ended up winning. So Osuna goes in there, blows the save for who I believe was... Garrett Cole and his 14 strikeouts. And then he ends up getting the win. I mean, I think that 
So you blow the save for somebody and then they score, just give the win to Garrett Cole. He, he deserves the win more than Osuna did. He pitched six innings and gave up one run. Osuna only pitched one. But that's the rules of baseball. I don't know if they're ever going to think about changing it. And that is one thing or one reason that a lot of people don't put stock in the win-loss record. So I had did, if you listen to the podcast for a while, when I was talking about the win-loss record, I actually looked back at games that people pitched, and I tried to predict their record for the no decisions, whether or not that they pitched well enough to win the game. And in a lot of instances, there were... There were games that they they pitched well enough to win, but they didn't get a win. They got robbed of a win, lack of offense or whatever you want to call it. But there was plenty of times that they got saved. They go out and give up six or seven runs, and their team wins, you know, ten to eight, something like that. So there's so it almost evened out. It was kind of like if someone was ten and five. And then they had five no decisions, and you move them around, and then they would have been 13-7. and seven. So it really, the, the ones that I did, it really didn't make a whole lot of difference. Because, like I said, they either got bailed out on bad games, or they got good outings ruined by relief pitching. But hopefully, if you listen to this podcast, and you think about that, think about the thing about Osuna, and trust me, I'm just as frustrated as you are. He spoiled us at the beginning of the year with his 0.74 ERA or 0.6, whatever it was, the first couple of months. I mean, he spoiled us. But before you judge him too harshly, and I know I'm guilty of that as well, but just think about it. Think about how many hits that people give up that are home runs. Because just what happened the next inning after Osuna? He gave up the home run. I know most people are mad about his effort. But he gave up the home run. We came up the next inning, and we got a home run. So it happens. And there's a lot of people calling our bullpen a dumpster fire. And I didn't want to argue with anybody on Twitter, but... You, you just go look it up. Go look up the ERA of the bullpen. There's no way we're not in the top five. I want to guess top three, but top five. I mean, we're one of the top five bullpens in Major League Baseball, and fans are calling it a dumpster fire, and it's not. It's not a dumpster fire. So I can see the plant up above, so let me tell you about the game tonight. This, I think I started saying it, but I forgot. But I, I, This is something I'm looking forward to. Getting a start tonight, Kyle Tucker. Springer hurt his head, catching uh, the effort, using a lot of effort to catch a ball. Hit his head. He's okay day-to-day, but he's not playing today. And you know that Hinch and the Astros are going to be very cautious. I 
personally wouldn't even expect Springer to play at all in this Seattle series, which starts tonight. So today's Thursday. That would have to mean it's a four-game series. I didn't look forward. I just know Wade Miley pitches tonight. Uh, No Springer and no uh, Correa, of course. But Alvarez is in there. I think Marisnik's in there. So most of the guys are in there. I believe Altuve's hitting first. And I can't even remember the lineup. But there's no Springer in the lineup. So, But there is a Kyle Tucker, and that's exciting. And they're playing Seattle, who's horrible. So anyone that gets to watch the game tonight, I envy you. And also, I just wanted to tell you personally uh, that I don't know if everyone has picked up on it or if you follow me on Twitter, but my wife was diagnosed with cancer and they had to give her a vasectomy, no, what is it called? A hysterectomy, sorry about that. And then she had to have six rounds of chemo. And so we've had a pretty rough life. I don't know if any of you have been through it, but it's pretty rough. I mean, it's rougher for my wife than me, I can tell you that, but but uh, yesterday she finished. She finished her last chemo, and she got to ring the bell. And if you've seen me or you know about me taking the kids to the Astro games and all that, and that's why. My wife's my Astros partner. She loves the Astros just as much as I do. And uh, that's why she wasn't going. I'm trying to find a parking spot. But anyway, my wife's done, and I'm pretty happy about that. And uh, the doctor said she should be feeling good in about a month. Just want to let you know that. I'm not trying to bring you down. But anyway, uh, let's... I did take a... Oh, my God. Is this first spot going to be open? That'll be nuts. Nope. It's a little car. Oh, man. So, uh, so I looked at the standings. And the Yankees actually have two more wins than we do. They've kind of been falling apart a little bit, but... Oh, man. See, I get here at work so early, the other shift isn't even gone yet. And it's very annoying that there's nowhere to park. Oh, man. All right. So, anyway, let me get my phone so I can end this. I do appreciate all of you out there for listening. Uh, Me... Well, actually, we were both doing it. Hey, check it out. I'll park here on the end. So we were both riding Anchor. If you're wondering why we've we've been doing solo shows or if it's just me doing solo shows, uh, there was something wrong with the app, and it wasn't allow us. It wasn't allowing us to do the uh, record with friends uh, mode or whatever you want to call it. But we've written them and. Uh, Wheelhouse found something that said they're having problems with it, and but it has been fixed. So I'm on nights. Hopefully, maybe Wheelhouse can get together with one of the guys and put a show out for you all tomorrow and talk about all this good Astro stuff. 
So anyway, I'm here at work. It's time for me to go. I hope you enjoyed the Astros road trip or whatever you want to call it. Like I said, if you don't enjoy it, I apologize. But I did have some feedback that they liked it. It's just me conversating with you about the Astros. So anyway, I hope Kyle Tucker does well. And we'll see what happens. Could add some excitement to the uh, playoff roster. So we'll see you next time. appreciate y'all listening to The Rob and Wheelhouse Show. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.